You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them Kim Trails in the sky. Grand Rising, Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a great show for you today, and I just got to send a huge thank Thank you to everybody who continues to pour their to pour their support and love into this show right here. Thank you all so much. It's been so uplifting to hear how these stories of all of the guests have been impacting you all out there. Because for me, creating impact media is utmost in terms of why I do this and the reason and the driving force behind me. So I just want to thank everybody out there for for supporting and for sharing how these stories are really elevating your understanding and inspiring you. Uh, Of course, you guys, it's the top of the show. We got a great show for you. I'm going to be talking later on in the show with Isis Harris. Isis Harris is the owner of Everyday Grind LLC. Um, She also really does some amazing work opening the door for others to enter the trades. And so I can't wait to talk to her also about her Community Pulse series. So we got a lot to dive into with ISIS later on in the show. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Please tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from culturally relevant news and a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Uh, for, for me, you know, there's some messages that we want to keep alive this month in particular. And one of them is the Tenant Improvement Fund, uh, the Commercial Tenant Improvement Fund. Curtis is putting it right there on the screen so you guys can see the details. We want to make sure y'all know about this because this is up to $100,000 in grant funding that any you know, business can apply for to make sure that when they're going into commercial space, it's fitted for what their business needs are. And You guys have been hearing me say this, but it's important that this fund was created. $1.9 million invested by the Office of Economic Development uh, to make sure that spaces that are opening up for businesses now have a fund to make sure those spaces are absolutely retrofitted for these businesses. And, you know, when we talk about commercial space being affordable, there's a heavy cost oftentimes to... uh, occupying that space. You know, you can acquire it, but then occupying it is something different. And we've been seeing that with some of our businesses, you know, that it takes time to get that space proper for what they're trying to do in the space. And shout out to those who have been able to do it without this fund. But it's been clear that there was a need for this fund. So make sure you guys are sharing that with folks, you know, that uh, are, you know, small businesses that are getting commercial space. This is a perfect, perfect fund for them to apply for. Also, uh, you know, we got the Black Business Leadership. It is happening this weekend. Uh, Last week, we were able to talk to Lewis Rudd and Jennifer Ness Tucker about this amazing opportunity. They are bringing some dope speakers and entrepreneurs, experts in their field to really help share their network and the ways that they have been able to be successful as business owners, franchisers, 
all of that. So make sure you guys are tuning in. August 20th, it's going down. We have the information for you there, but we want to make sure that we're spreading this because as we celebrate Black Business Month, I think pouring into our Black businesses with resources, knowledge, understanding, and network opportunities is key to the longevity of so many of our businesses. We know that it, you know, when you have a consumer-based business or a client-based business, oftentimes, you know, every business has to figure out, well, man, how do I get my business out there? How do I market? So make sure you guys are sharing that information. It is open. They have made the registration very easy. As Jennifer Ness shared with us, you know, it's a $25 registration fee. Whereas if you were doing this uh, without the support of the community and the network that they have, these kinds of opportunities often cost over $1,000 easily. So um, they also have scholarships available or for those that are in need, if you just need to be assisted uh, to be able to attend, they are also taking care of you in that regard because they really have knocked down any barriers to access for this amazing opportunity. So make sure you guys are tuning in August 20th. Of course, last uh, thing I just, I got to say, because it is the last week and August 20th is the last day for you to see Elixir of Love. Um, this amazing opera, I got to see this. It is funny. It's family friendly. Just wanted to give them one more shout out because we only got a few days, y'all, before you guys, uh, before that show is over. So we want to make sure y'all know about that. Um, but, you know, the, the the good thing here is that at Converge, we've really been on the ground celebrating Black business, Black stories, Black excellence right here in the Black Media Matter studios and all throughout uh, the region, honestly, and really the nation because we've been all over the place. But uh, we got another uh, Black business spotlight that we were able to uh, share with you all. And I recently got to go check out this space and be a consumer, shop with my girl, Sierra, and this space is amazing. It was part of the Seattle Restored Program where Seattle said, look, we got a lot of vacant commercial properties. We want to make them accessible uh, for those from the global majority to bring their ideas to life in space. And so shout out to Sierra and the team over here at Insight. Check them out. Hi, my name is Sierra and welcome to Insight. Inside is a space made to redefine self-care. We do that through products that we offer here, our services, as well as our events and experiences. The types of experiences that you'll get at Inside or you can look forward to are really fun, specifically curated things to help you expand who you are. For instance, last weekend was a date night for couples. And what we did is we did a sip and paint and we also had a therapist there to talk them through guided conversations to build their communication and intimacy together. And we also had like five star d'oeuvres from the chef, celebrity chef to help expand your palate. And so that type of event, we got nothing but great feedback on. And those are the types of experiences we hope to continue to bring at inside. A big support came from Seattle Restored. They're the company and the program that got us the initial funding here. They have like a hundred and something pop-up locations for art. And then we're one of five storefront locations that were selected out of the hundreds of applicants as well. So the idea is to you know start having these art installations and businesses pop up downtown in hopes that like folks see like we're we're doing stuff let's revitalize get people back to walking around and spending their time and money down here the community has really been showing up and showing their support for what we're doing here and that's really what is going to get people continuing to come back 
a lot of feedback that I received on my proposal from Seattle Restored was the reason they selected my option is because I brought in 36 different brands and artists into this space. I intentionally wanted to create a space that was a collective of all these brands and businesses that maybe might not have had the opportunity to be in a retail space. So I wanted to really amplify these amazing brands and products and these people in this community so that we can collectively as a group support each other, but also offer healing and offer alternative ways in which we move and go through this world. Post-COVID, a lot of people are coming out going, what do I want to do with my life now? What is going to give me purpose and what's going to give me a meaning? And so I hope to offer a space that people can explore what that looks like for them, whether it be taking an art class or exploring art that they never have before or purchasing you know, products that they would have never tried to expand their palette or even just dabbling in clothes and look good and feel good and just doing whatever they can to to go and tap into areas that they maybe might not have before. We are continuing to bring more products and partner with more folks in our community to offer more classes and resources. So we're excited to be here and it's so far so good. Like um, we heard that, uh, you know, we're going to be extended with the Seattle Restored program. So hopefully that means we can stay in this location for, you know, a lot longer um, and to be able to get a good, you know, step forward for building a sustainable business. Wow, what an inspiring, amazing story right there from inside. And I got to say, you know, I, I didn't know Sierra before, I think in, in community, maybe coming around, but to bring 36 businesses into a space, to have that space for culturally relevant events and programming and, you know, uh, for you to also shop these uh, a multitude of these spaces are necessary. I'm so grateful I was able to be a part of the panel for Seattle Restored. And this proposal did jump out to all of us who were on this amazing selection panel. Uh, you know, we were like, whoa, this is what we're talking about here to be able to bring all of these smaller vendors and businesses, solopreneurs um, into a space which would also allow them to network together. So there are so many different multitudes that inside is making an impact in our community when it comes to black business. Shout out to everybody over there at, on the team. Well, I get to actually talk to another entrepreneur and business owner after the short break. We got Isis Harris coming to us to tell us all about Everyday Grind LLC. We're also going to be talking about this amazing Community Pulse series. You guys don't want to miss this. Stay tuned after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. 
lastly, we just want to let you all know that we're hosting a blog party on Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. There's going to be free food, music, and it's going to be a really good time. So for more information, please visit our website. You can also check it out on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Thanks, y'all. Hope to see you soon. Guess what, you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th, and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here, and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events, including the Hip Hop Skate Party, hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard, Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jamie1075.com. Just search BASA. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. Shout out to my guy, Omaris Ellsbury. Yeah, we just got to give and agree 100%. Uh, sounds like Isis Harris has her own way of giving to make sure that the door stays open for folks to join the trades. Let's welcome Isis Harris, owner and entrepreneur of Everyday Grind LLC. What's up, Isis? Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us down there in Portland, right? Yes, absolutely. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I'm so glad that we were able to get connected. And, and this show right here is really, as I was saying, it's a way for us to elevate Black stories. You have a unique story of your own. Tell us more about what got you to, to know that, look, you had to do this pathway to open up the doors in these ways with Everyday Grind. And then we're going to talk later about Community Pulse Series. Tell us about the opening of that. Well, with um, with knowing that the doors have to be kicked down for the um, the trades, it's just working in the, the field every day. So every day I go out and I work in construction. I'm a journeyman electrician. So I work in the field and I see the lack of diversity. And I see that if we're not getting the information out, if we're not doing some intentional recruiting, then the information is, you know, basically it's going to continue on with the, the same um, majority being what we see on um, construction sites as far as uh, white males um, in order for us to make a difference in what construction sites look like we have to be more active and more more inclusive in the way that we get that information out to the public yeah you know uh, when we talk about this kind of here in Washington it's so similar right and you know we uh, get I get to connect with a brother named Rick Demmer out here who's doing the same work really who's like look uh, I was in the trades let me open up these doors and there's so many different trades right and I think you know a lot of people don't know because they just think oh construction they immediately think carpentry but right. as a journeyman electrician like you know that you're dealing with a bunch of different 
you know, unions and a bunch mm-hmm. of different folks that have organized in terms of their collective power to ensure that they're getting livable wage incomes and all of that. So it's a really great industry for folks who are like, man, maybe college isn't the route for me, but they always just think carpentry. How do you break down that barrier? Because I'm sure you deal with that in your approach to opening the door for others. Um, one one thing that I do um, make sure to do is, um, is, 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 is outline the fact that it's not like a secondary choice to college, is that it's just as viable and just as sustainable and that individuals can be making the same amount in construction that they would be with a college education. Um, so I try to stress that um, because of the fact that I think that overall people have looked at it as a fallback type of career, and that's really not what it is as far as what it can actually provide for a person's family for their for their future. In addition to that, um, it's just it's about the exposure. You have to expose people to the information. You have to give them the information and let them know. Okay, so you could be doing these multitude of different trades and bringing people that look like them into the room that are in those trades so that they can talk about their own journeys. So I think Mm -hmm. that the way to um, broaden the picture of what construction actually means is to actually like bring the picture together for people, put it in front of people in different ways so that it's receptive however you try to get that information across. Yeah, that's really important. I think, you know, so much of this is about access, but it's also about the examples, right? So you being in the trade, you're setting this major example for people that look like you to understand this is a pathway for them. And I love how you position that because you are absolutely correct in terms of a a, a trade career being better than or just as viable as anybody getting any type of college degree. I appreciate that so much because you you are right. We have to break down the misnomer that this is something that's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, academically, I, I wasn't going to do it that way. So I just did this. No, mm-hmm. there is a lot of skill and work that you have to do yes. in order to even get to journeyman. So that is great. I love that you really position it like that and begin to break down that monotony of thought um, in the beginning. Well, when we talk about Everyday Grind LLC, I mean, you know, one of the things that really spoke to me in in researching you a bit was that you're like, look, I I did this, so I got to create this opportunity to do this. But you also have really uh, expanded on that with this Community Pulse series. Tell us more about that. So the Community Pulse series is something that was organized through Everyday Grind. Um, Everyday Grind was created because it's it's trying to impact the lack of diversity within the construction industry from one direction. The Community Pulse series is coming from a different direction. So with my company, that company is started in order to get the seed money together for me to start my own electrical contracting business so that I can hire the workers that look like me that need to be in the field. For the Community Pulse series, this is a series that is going to bring together pre-apprenticeship programs, apprenticeship programs, contractors, um, and construction adjacent businesses into the same place so that the community can come out and they can get the information for the solid concrete steps to get into the construction industry, Um, depending on what what program they decide to go through or what um, trade they decide to get in because 
different trades have different apprenticeship requirements and um, timelines, th things of that nature. Well, thank you so much for sticking with us. It looks like, uh, you know, ISIS may have had a technical issue, was trying to get back in there. I think we're, we're I'm almost seeing her uh, just to fix it. So because, you know, of course, for us, we want to make sure y'all can hear these inspiring stories that our guests are sharing. Uh, so I'm glad that we're on the back end fixing these audio issues. But in the meantime, I really wanted to express something that ISIS was sharing here. You know, when we think about the trades, uh, it goes back to how we built uh, the first uh, cities uh, and how our, our people, um, black people in particular, once they were out of the enslaved movement, um, I always am so inspired by the roaring towns of the 1920s. And many of us know of, you know, OK, Tulsa, Oklahoma, but there were so many towns where, you know, uh, free black folks flooded towns and literally used trades as a backbone to build those towns. Uh, when I was talking to someone else who is also in the construction fields, they were sharing with me that there was a real sense of pride in the trades um, that really helped to elevate the brilliance of uh, Black folks by creating those towns, right? You needed people who understood the foundation of how to build homes, how to be in, you know, using forklifts, how to do all... All of these things, when we're talking about electricity and steel workers and, you know, uh, there's there's so many different trades. And honestly, it was so uh, touching for me to think about it in that way, because if I'm always inspired by these towns, I, you got to ask ourselves, how did they actually create these towns? How did these towns thrive? And it was because everything they needed was in the room, as Miss Veronica Berry shares. Everything you need is in the room. And when you uh, take pride in the trades and understand, as Isis was sharing here, that it's not a secondary option. It is a primary option. We have a lot of folks who graduate for, with four-year degrees and are making a fraction of what some of our folks are doing in the trades. We have to start changing our mindset, y'all, around how the trades are providing livable wage incomes, generational wealth, um, amazing livelihoods for so many families out here. And, you know, I love that there's people that are in the trades that are really sharing this from the outside of it. All I can say is I keep on making sure that my family knows about these options because they exist and they are here. Another great thing about this is that there is a lot of work in the trades right here throughout Washington State, just as much as I'm sure there is down there in Portland. As we are redeveloping our cities, rethinking how to do design, that all comes down to contracts and we need trade workers to fulfill those contracts so that we can have these amazing new spaces, new buildings, new institutions, new homes, all of that. We need our trade workers. So uh, it looks like uh, we're not able to get ISIS back. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's okay. But I, I'm just, we wanted to come back because I wanted to share that message and I wanted to make sure that people understood the importance of the trades. We're going to keep that message alive here because I'm really staying connected and plugged in to all of the work that's flooding through our trades right now. And there's some amazing opportunities locally for you to get engaged in the unions, for you to ask questions. They're doing open house events. Um, and so I'll be making sure I share more of that with you because as we celebrate Black Business Month, we also have to think about the fact that 
as, as ISIS has done, you can go through these trade and apprenticeship programs, get your skill set on site by building new development, doing the work. And then the next thing you know, you're able to now create your own company to go after these contracts. We need more general contractors and more folks in the trades that represent the global majority because there are voids here and it's another dominated society by many white men as we talk about. And so I, I just appreciate ISIS for being on even though it was cut short. I want to make sure you guys check out Everyday Grind for any of our audience members who may be in the Portland area. You know, get connected, get plugged in, share the community poll series with folks who are looking to get into the trades. Maybe they are changing their careers. Maybe young folks who are like, I want to go straight in after high school. Please make sure you guys are uplifting this as an opportunity to get folks educated on the amazing pathways that exist in all the trades. Sounds like ISIS is doing her part to see herself as a part of the solution. Of course, I want you to be inspired to do your part to see yourself as a part of the. Oh, ISIS is back. Can we hear her? ISIS, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. We're we're wrapping up the show. But before I'm glad you were able to get back on because, you know, this got cut a little short to the technical uh, issue. However, I just appreciate what you're doing. And I want to make sure you get a moment to share how people can plug in with Everyday Grind and the Community Poll series. OK, so the Community Poll series, if you have questions about the series, you can email me at Community Poll series at gmail.com. Um, you can also go on to the Facebook page, Everyday Grind, on um, the business page. There'll be updates on that page. I'm on Eventbrite and also the Facebook events for a community poll series, learn how to get it back in the, in the construction trades. Um, I'm also on Instagram under everyday underscore grind. And um, just to clarify, that's every day with threes instead of E's. I have three boys. That's who I grind for every day. So I use the threes instead of the E's um, in every day. And um, oh, I'm also on Facebook um, under Isis Harris. So. Isis, I just thank you so much for joining me from Portland today. And thank you for the work you're doing in the community. This is important. Appreciate you for seeing yourself as a part of the solution. Thanks for joining oh. us. One more thing, um, the community the community poll series is this Saturday. <laughs> it's this Saturday from eleven to five. It will also happen in September and October. So please tune in so that you can get those dates if you all would like to come out to the event series. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. See, I'm glad that you came on so we can get those details in there, Isis. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. We appreciate what you're doing down there in Portland. And when, please continue to stay connected to us up here uh, at Converge Media and with me on the Day with Trey so that we can continue to share updates as they come. OK. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Great. Well, again, as I was sharing there, you guys, I want y'all to be inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution. Doesn't matter what treasure you have. There is a way that you can be engaged and involved in your community, not just going to work every day and, oh, I got so many other things I need to do. Find the time to plug into your community because it is necessary. It is needed and it is definitely appreciate it. If nobody else tells you that, I want to make sure you hear it from me. Well, tomorrow we got a great show for you once again. And you guys, you guys know I'll be right here tomorrow. And until then at 11 a.m. Peace.
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.